Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Patriots aren't the Buffalo Bills, Andy. You know, they're, they're not the Kansas City Chiefs. But the New England Patriots, just any time you play them, you know, it's Belichick, right? We, we all know that that's the reason. You just think, okay, you're going to get a real good football game. I don't want a real good football game. I want a game where our team's getting ready to drill somebody. I don't know if we're going to have that's that. That's not the NFL this year. Though. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing. That's true. We're going to listen to some of the Browns players coming up. Press conferences are brought to us by Nissan of North Olmsted and 990 Nissan in Sheffield Village. You can shop online at BigNissan.com. Joel Batonio, Amari Cooper, JOK perhaps coming up, so we'll see who we get when they step to the podium. The fact that the Patriots, Andy, have been as good as they've been for as long as they've been, I think is one of the fascinating things in, in the NFL. And it's the, you know the chicken or the egg. Is it Belichick? Is it Brady? They've not been as good without Brady. That's understandable but they still give you that feel they're going to go out and play well and compete. You know, they had their third-string quarterback out there, rookie Bailey Zappi, against Detroit. Shut out, 29 nothing over Detroit. Defense does a great job, and the offense does enough, and they run the ball like crazy. So we know at the very least they're aware that they can run the football and that the Browns have had issues defending the run. Um, it does sound like Mac Jones practiced yesterday, and it, it sounds like he's on track to play. He could, yes. That's what I, um, we had uh, Fitz on from. What? Uh, what's our station there? WEI in Boston. He was on our podcast. You want to? He was awesome, by the way. Click, click, click. Um, he was great. If you want to go to the uh, It's Always Game Day in Cleveland uh, podcast, he was phenomenal. So funny. Um, but you know, he was giving us some just insight. I, it's almost like both these teams they just need to run the ball to win, and we'll see which defense can survive on Sunday is the way that this game is shaping up to be. I just, it's amazing to me how Bill Belichick just takes teams. I mean, other than maybe who Jeff, I I mean, does the fantasy football players probably know who everybody is, but you know, outside of Devontae Parker and uh, who's who's had one good game for them. Nelson Aguilar, 
who they brought in last year, and they thought, okay, this guy's going to be really good, and he's been okay. I like Nelson Aguilar personally. I think yeah. he's a pretty good receiver. Maybe you know uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I, I mean, he he does this with names that are just so interchangeable on their roster. Everything's plug and play in his world. I I, I believe I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> I just made that word. It's up. beloved. It is beloved. That belief but is beloved. That's he has been that way since he was here, right? Uh, it's just that it, it's a position, yeah. and the last name that fills it is always temporary. You know the one thing that the only guy I think that really broke that mold for him was yeah. Tom Brady. You know the, and, and think about guys that they've had. You know Corey Dillon was a good running back when when Corey was in Cincinnati. But he went to New England and he did a, a job for a short period of time. It was very good. Legarrette Blunt, you know, Legarrette had some issues. He's terrific for New England. You know, doesn't work somewhere else. They bring him back, and, and Bill knows how to get things out of these guys. And I, I love that aspect of his coaching. And I think it's a great way to coach in the NFL because you need so many guys, Andy. Yeah. You know, if you can, if you can get the most out of your players. You don't have to spend huge draft capital on fill in the blank position. You know, if you're comfortable go getting go going and getting a running back somewhere, go get him and plug him in and Bill could turn him into something. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been impressive. Julian Edelman to me is like the greatest example yeah. of that of all of all of his Julian Julian was nothing but a special teams player for a little while there. Right. And then all of a sudden, all right, now we need you to play wide receiver, and he becomes a terrific wide receiver. How about Mike Vrabel? He made Mike Vrabel even bigger than he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, a better player in Pittsburgh than or in uh, in New England than he was in Pittsburgh, and he was pretty good in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, but he I, was outstanding. I also England. think that you know Mike, especially with a background of parents who were teachers and educators, um, was fit to be a coach at some point too. You know, like I, I'm not surprised by that at all. And he, Went to finishing school there in New England. Yeah, That's oh, so the way listen, that one works for you. So did you? I mean, I don't know. Did you catch any of the stuff that Bill was saying yesterday? I, I he totally buttering up the Browns. Did you already said about Njoku? If he he did, does this all the time. Here, okay, here's what he said about David Njoku. You know, some good receivers. Obviously, Cooper, another very high profile player. Njoku, productive tight end. Just, you know, after Ozzy, probably the best tight end the Browns have ever had. Which that's saying something. Buying that. Well, it's not really saying something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to. We've had Ozzy. <laughs> then there was Oscar Roan. Exactly. There was Milt Morin. Uh, I like Milt Morin. Pride of Massachusetts. Oh, I thought he was saying. Uh, Did fish sticks commercials Was he back saying in the day. since Ozzy or entirely for the best, entire. He said the best they've ever had other than Ozzy. Is that true? I mean, I, I really had to think about that because it's. I, I think I'm kind of skewed because I'm thinking of all the tight ends that we've had since '99. You know, the Mark Campbells of the world. I, Aaron Shea kind of played. I'm near him, naming the, off the Michigan list. Um, this franchise has not been a uh, a breeding ground for phenomenal tight ends. No, that's true. Gary Barnage would like to. Yeah, have Gary, a conversation uh, Gary Barnage with you. is probably pretty good. I mean, they you're, use. Like, you're, you're talking about journeyman guys. Milt Morin was pretty adequate back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Ozzy, was, Ozzy was it. So Bill's right about that. Yeah, but is that him just buttering us up? Sure. That's all. Yeah, all is. He's not going to give you anything. Well, who, what what coach says? Yeah, we're going up against you know the Detroit Lions today. God, do they stink? Well, is it disrespectful um, when a coach goes, "Yeah, that number twenty four is good," or? No, not Seven's good, or they—they they just don't want to say your name, or they don't want to mess up your name, or there's, there's, twelve's pretty good. 
Could Try be. to say a guy's last name really fast. Could so be. That Pavlovs is really good. I that guy's a, pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Joe Bottomosa can play. But Joe Bottomosa is amazing. Yeah. Yes. One time at a press conference when Bill was here, I, I've mentioned this before, and I love it. Our buddy Jeff Shadell. Browns were getting ready to play the Raiders. I can only imagine where this story's going. Jeff asked him about a defensive lineman who later ran into some serious legal troubles, and Bill was Bill was laid like laid back in his seat, right, and he's wearing the the hefty bag, mm-hmm. and Jeff says to him, "You know, Bill, you know, you're going up against the Raiders. I, I don't know exactly how Jeff phrased the question, but then he said, "What do you think about Anthony Smith?" Defensive lineman. And Bill said, he's, and used a word that started with the letter F. He said, he's mm, good. <laughs> That's what I think. And Jeff said, excuse me? And Bill repeated it. And he said, he's mm, good. Are we live? And of course he was. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know if Jeff remembers that, but I, I will never forget it. It was in the press conference area that was the racquetball court and now yeah. it's the cafeteria and i just thought that's bill that's fabulous can we count mark bavaro in there you no take him? quit looking at tight ends we haven't had any <gasps> steve hyden was pretty good andy you're talking about guys who are lucky to have a pension benjamin watson was pretty good when he was here Andy, he was good you're talking about nothing but journeyman I just received a text before this. Yeah. Before we talk tight end. Yeah. From our buddy G. Oh, what did he say? All right. We now break away from random tight end talk to head to Berea to talk to or to hear from Joel Petonio as he talks with the media. Week big understanding, you know, what they're trying to throw at us. Um, But they got some talented players like Judon's playing out of his mind right now. Um, They're all they're all playing really well. I mean, they just came off a shutout. Um, so they're they're going to be a real tough test for us. And obviously, we, like you said, the players are very good, but like with that system, is it almost more preparing for the system than it is the players, or it's still the players? Well, you got to know your players because you have matchups when you're run blocking, pass blocking. But they do run a lot of games. They do have a lot of blitzes. They have a lot of different fronts again um, that they can throw at us, and they'll probably have a flavor of the week what they want to do to the Browns. Um, so it, it's tough, but you do. Put in a little bit extra work this week because you know they're going to have something planned for us. So, you know, you're always doing it. Now, you're trying to take away the other team's best guy. Right? Well, I mean, that's for years of running game. Um, do they do anything like schematically different than every other team that tries to stop the running game? Um, I mean, there's always something new. You can always, you know, put someone down there. Um, you know, there's things. We'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. But I mean, I think every defense has that. You know, six-one or the the five-three. You know, eight guys in the box with an extra safety hanging. Um, and then at that point, it's like Nick or Kareem's probably going to have to be the guy, you know, one-on-one eventually, and we're going to have to execute our blocks. But, um, I mean, I'm sure they'll have a plan, um, plan of attack for us, you know. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see exactly what it is coming up. Does it feel like you guys have had more success against those kinds of, you know, those whatever fronts or yeah. this year than maybe in the past year? Yeah, we knew that, you know, the Chargers were going to come out with a, a few different heavy looks at us. And, and I think, um, you know, Coach Stefanski, AVP, um, Coach Callahan, all really put together a good plan if we did get those looks Um, because you never know. Sometimes, you know, in years past, you don't know a defense is going to come out in a 6-1. You're not truly prepared for it. But our coaches have done a really good job of preparing us each week. What's the worst, you know, possible scenario? You guys are so good at the the point of attack. Just 
what what has made you guys as a unit just so strong in, in that area and, and considering the amount of movement you guys have with the poles and, and, and that? I, I think it's just um you know there's a lot of work that goes into it you know coach callahan's done a good job of of you know um really putting us in in the right position but it's reps we practice all types of pools and all types of schemes and practice guys work in the off season to try and try and get that but they put us in a good position too you know we're always in a good position to to you know have a good angle or make our blocks and um i think it's we've been in this office now for three years most of us you know post first year but the rest of us have been here working together for three years so i think we're really understanding like hey this is how jed works or this is how white works and um and we can kind of build off of that as well Hey Joel, there's plenty of times where it looks like a run by Nick is going to go for four or five, and he kind of comes out the other side for ten or twelve. Are you even amazed sometimes at how he kind of is able to to make the most out of those? Yeah, um, he's pretty impressive. You know, some of those runs and broken tackles, missed tackles are are pretty special stuff. Um, you know, sometimes plays only block for you know five or six yards. He has to make a guy miss, and and a lot of times he does make a guy miss. I mean, that first touchdown run was. Was pretty impressive stuff. I mean, he, he, and the guys that he was doing that to are, are great players in this league. So it's um, it's impressive what he does, and, and he's just a, a fun guy to have back there to block for. That's Joel to- Joel Batonio, Browns left guard. Joel to what? Joel Tonio. Oh, Joel. Tonio. I forgot the bit. Joel Tonio. <laughs> hey, Joel Tonio. He can block for me anytime he wants. Yeah, that's. Maybe you can turn him around and put him in the middle of the defensive line, can you? Yeah. He'd be the big toe. He'd be a Sergeant Hawka. Amari Cooper may be joining us. Okay. Jeremiah Awusu Koromoa may be joining us. We will see. Daryl Ryder definitely will be joining us at noon right here on Baskin of Phelps. Let's head out to Berea. Browns wide receiver Amari Cooper speaking with the media. You know, hearing the play calls and stuff like that. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, he's he's gonna come back at some point. So it's just really, you know, him getting in the groove, obviously, him being around us, being able to communicate uh, with us more and just getting getting ready to get back active. The first 55 minutes of the game, offensively, you guys have played really well. So those, those final three, four minutes in the game, where there have been turnovers and you guys haven't been able to maybe finish off the way you want. How, how do you get that? How do you get that done? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game. I mean, you got to play 60 minutes, especially in this league. Um, you know, you, you can look around the league. Like the Raiders, they were just up like 17 nothing. You know, it's not really how you – that's why they say it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Um, but, you know, the easiest way to answer that question is obviously practice, you know. Um, you know, you, you practice in phases. You know, you practice the two-minute drill. You practice third down. You practice red zone. So, um, you know, I would just say – we have to be more attentive when we're in that period of practice, you know, the last two minutes, four minutes, whatever. When you've lost two in a row as a team, um, does anything change during the week? Like, do you feel the focus is sharper or the, the a greater sense of urgency, or is it just we got to stick to what we do? Um, nah, it's, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I think if you believe that you're doing the right things, you know, um, you shouldn't really deviate from that, but I think like the players on the team, we we all have to look at ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, are we are we really uh, laser focused every week? Um, are we really? Uh, we might have the, r- the right program, but are we really um, diligent in our approach, or as diligent as we we can be? Because at the end of the day, 
there's always a reason why you're winning or why you're losing. So you just have to look. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, there's, like I said before, there's there's some games where we we perform really well in the red zone. Some games where we could have could have uh, performed better. You know, obviously we have the playmakers, but you know, the teams we're playing against, they pay they pay they pay their guys too. You know, what I mean, they have playmakers as well. So it's just always a battle uh, competitively, and um, you know, no matter what play is called, you just got to go out there and execute. You got to go out there and win. At the end of, at the end of the day. You know, you guys and, you know, everybody else um, who's not on the field only really care about one thing, you know, like, did you score or did you not? You know, did you win or did you not? You know, so, yeah. Thank you. It's Cooper, Browns wide receiver. Press conference is brought to us by Nissan of North Olmstead and I-90 Nissan in Sheffield Village. Shop online at bignissan.com. Has he been what you thought he would be on this team? Yes, he has been. Um, you know, you throw in a couple hundred yard games here and there, and you know it would have been nice if he could have strung together three hundred yard games in a row. Um, he has been the wide receiver that I had hoped he would be, and you know, with the exception of the first game of the season and what two games ago, that it's just they need to get him the ball. They need to figure out. I, I, when we were talking about him last week, Jeff, he reminded me of what I think you expected from OBJ in some ways. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's your best wide receiver. Why are we not? Excuse me, why are we not targeting him? Why are we not getting him the ball? What is the problem here? The difference is, is though, like, he went away and then he came back, you know? And with OBJ, it just never felt like it was ever going to come back or it was ever going to come to fruition that they were going to utilize him as a number one type wide receiver, at least as long as Baker was there. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm super impressed with him. I like the way he plays the game. I think he plays hard. You know, a lot of people were showing his route running abilities – Last week on social media, they were isolating on him. I thought it was it was great because it just shows you what a good player he is. I think he's a good teammate, and I just think he's a first-class count. He's a jersey buy for me. He's a jersey buy. He's a jersey you want to buy for your kids. I've been impressed, and the pattern that he has had throughout his career has not been as prevalent here as it's been in, in Dallas and with the Raiders, and that is those games where he disappears. You know, he's played five games, and and when I say disappears, I I can't tell you that it's him, Andy. It might just be scheme. Yeah, I don't think it was. You know, uh, what Falcons game was the Falcons game? Yeah, yeah. He the had Falcons four targets, game. one catch, nine yards. That that doesn't cut it. Yeah, but if you only have four targets, I can't blame him. I know. So you've got to scheme him open, don't you? Yes, you do. And same thing with the first game against Carolina, although with some pass interference things, I don't know if you can count that one. Six targets. 17 yards receiving on three catches. The other three games, I think he's been really good, and they've thrown him the ball a ton, 10, 11, and 12 targets. And that's what you want out of a guy who is your primo wide receiver. Absolutely. You know, he has to be touching the ball at least five times a game, at least. And as he said, you know, the bottom line, you got to win the game and blah, blah, blah. But as a number one wide receiver, you can also attract a lot of attention. That, we, now go that can help. To, we now go live to Berea for Browns linebacker Jeremiah Wusu koromoa Of course, all press conferences brought to you by Nissan and North Olmsted and I-90 Nissan in Sheffield Village. Are you kidding me? Shop online, bignissan.com. I mean, how just the offense is set up. 
Uh, so they'll be looking to run the ball, and we'll be looking to uh, execute on our responsibilities. Anthony Walker going down. Um, is that a, a bigger blow to you guys defensively than maybe when it happened was made of it? Uh, sorry, I had some extra, external <laughs> sounds going on. He asked the question again. Um, when Anthony Walker got hurt, it, it, at the time, a big deal wasn't made of it, and was you know confident that could could fill that in hit his loss. But was his losing him uh, that detrimental to you guys? Did he mean that much to you defensively? Oh, I think any player that you know gets hurt on the defense or on the offense or on the special teams means that much to us um, in reference to what they bring to the table. Of course, Anthony, you know, being a veteran, uh, knowing our defense, knowing different offenses and how to ID them, um, it's always, you know, means that much to us. Um, but again, I mean, it goes back to our, our job and our responsibility. People have to step up. We have to step up. Everybody has to step up and do the job. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we have him back now, so he's in our room. Um, and, you know, he's been helping us already, so, yeah. Jeremiah, when you study the film of the run defense, can you watch yourself? Is there a balance there between being really instinctive and yet staying exactly true to the call? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been saying this since um, training camp in reference to balance, in reference to tempo, um, making sure that, you know, you're not too far out or too far in. Uh, so that's something that, you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, yeah, it goes back to. to That was Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa for a very short period of time. Hmm. <laughs> now, he's a guy, and I, I don't blame him. The defense has been all out of whack. Not been happy with the defense. No one has. I wonder, and I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he had a very interesting point, and he said, um, looks like they're playing passively the and not in attack mode. And I, I would agree with that. There were a couple of games ago, it seemed as if they turned, and I think it was against Atlanta, they turned JOK loose a little bit. And he was in the backfield. He was disruptive. To me, that's scheme. And I, I, wonder, I, I wonder if the scheme is, hey, we're just going to guard these areas rather than be dis completely disruptive and try to really put pressure on the team and, you know, make make them beat our pressure rather than pick us apart because we're not getting after you. Okay. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I'm just um It does I don't know that the an, a really aggressive mindset exists with our defense. I I'm trying to look it up here real quick just because when you brought it up, I mean I, I'm looking at tackles for loss. And it, like isn't that a sign of an aggressive defense, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think so, it's too. It's one. Yeah, it's one of them. And Anthony Walker was one of the best in the in the game before he got hurt. I don't know if you ever realized that. I'm just looking at, like, I'm just looking at some of these stats here for that. And I, I, I think you can I think you can judge. I don't Is that a fair assessment? Can you judge a team's aggressiveness by tackle for loss? I think that's fair, oh, don't you? Yeah, quarterback pressures. You know, all right, all right. Maybe I should look at it that way too. I, I, I feel the same way. I was like, there is something. I, I, there's something missing. missing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what that is. And, and forget, forget defending the run. That's a different story. But it just, it, it seems to me that this team has the type of players who can be. And and, and Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa to me, Andy is the main guy. 
mean, turn this guy loose. Isn't he supposed to be the guy who's going all over the field making plays? Yeah, let and, him go. And I, I, I don't think it's him as much as I think it's the scheme. I could be wrong on that. It feels that way, doesn't it? Well, it does. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. In fact, it's, it's almost enlightening to think about it that way. Are they just not? I mean, why not? Can you afford to have one guy who's just freelancing to be aggressive, and you're trying to pick what side of the field the ball is going to go on? I, I don't. Does that make sense? Just almost as a rover. Kind of. I don't know if it if it busts out of the scheme, then you're not going to do it, and you're going to drive coaches crazy. That you know. And, and I'm no defensive expert. Maybe they're trying to scheme that, and the players just aren't doing the job. But that's possible. Maybe, too. maybe yeah. that's going on. I, I'm, I'm, admittedly not a defensive guru, or an offensive guru, or a special teams guru, or anything else. But it, it just seems to me that where other teams can be really disruptive, if it's not. If it's not Miles Garrett or sometimes Jadavion Clowney making those plays, we're not getting a lot of those plays. A lot. We're not getting a lot of them. So, I mean, I was looking through Pro Football Focus. And I kind of think we have the talent to do some of that. Well, it's funny that you should say that because Pro Football Focus just said that. They were talking about uh, one of their stories today is Brown's struggling. This is about defense. Brown's struggling despite on-paper talent. A formidable pass rush hasn't been enough to balance out a shaky secondary. Is that a fair Which headline? I never thought the I thought the secondary would be locked down. I didn't either. Great. And I'm just kind of looking through the rankings. Like they've got the Patriots defense ranked 10th um in their power rankings for defense going into this week. And I'm still searching down for the Browns. I'm already at 18 and 19. And, well. Oh boy. Browns Commanders have nine Chiefs, sacks on the season. Steelers are 23rd. Cardinals are dead last with six. Browns have nine. And there we are, sitting at 30. Sitting at 30. They're far more talented on defense than this number 30 ranking suggests. Let's get into this with Daryl Ryder. He's our Browns beat reporter. If JOK is done speaking, Daryl will join us momentarily right here on Baskin and Phelps. Can't wait to talk to D. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 